Right. Should we do should we do our own intro? Uh, Music uh audibly in three, two, one. Da, 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 da. That was terrible. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> worst, worst intro music ever. <laughs> Welcome to episode 47 of the Hollow Chronicles podcast. I am your host, Andy. I'm your host, Josh. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> Thank you. I left it open there for you. Oh. We are live tonight, and welcome all those of you who are watching live on YouTube or Facebook or even Periscope. Periscope. Here's to you. Here's to you. Welcome well, to the Holocronicles Happy Hour, uh, where tonight Andy and I have decided that uh, we're going to drink while we <laughs> while we pod. <laughs> It's been a long day. Yeah, it's let been me, a long couple weeks, even. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about my day, mm. Josh. Why don't you go ahead? Got up at five this morning, and I played a little basketball. Yeah. I don't know if it was a mistake or not, but still <laughs> trying to rehab this foot back into shape. Yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, then went and test drove a car. Dropped my truck off at the shop to get new brakes. Yeah. Went golfing with you and Trevor. Walked 18, which... Healthy. is a good decision physically, but mentally was not maybe the best decision for me. <laughs> Got a little sunburn, and now we're here with you guys. Live. Yeah. Live. Live with some drinks. Uh, you know, I, I kind of feel it today. It was kind of felt like a very summer day. Very. I hope you guys are feeling I know it's Monday, but, you know, a, a good summer day on a Monday... Isn't a bad thing. Just no. kind of chill out. I hope we pod better than we golf today. Oh, dear God. Me too. Oh, my goodness. That was rough. <laughs> Shank a doodle do over here. <laughs> uh, it was rough. It yeah. was rough. It was rough till the end. And and then the most the most rebel hit ever from yours truly. Yes. I'm going to brag about it. I don't care. Can I... Can I set it up? Set it up. Me, You're better at set, set it up. Let me let me describe to you this golf shot that my guy Josh here <laughs> pulled off. I won't say that he was having the greatest round that he's ever shot. Don't say that without being a liar. Um, but on number 18, there was a drive that went in the wrong direction. Let's be honest, Josh. Errant. It was not a great drive. It was awful. It was far. It went a long ways in the wrong direction to the right. Yeah. Not forward with a way. healthy helping of some vicious wind, gusty wind, gusty <laughs> Left wind, to right. Um, shout out to my folks in Iowa, David, let's get that power on as soon as possible for you guys, man. I hear yeah. you guys are going through some stuff. Oh, oh, some severe weather. I see in the middle portions of the United States right now. Okay. So stay safe out there. Back to the drive. The drive was bad. And um, we were on 18, and the drive actually took you into the fairway of number 10. The the far side of the fairway of 10. Right, right. And so just to put this in perspective, folks, um, in between where Josh's ball was and the green for number 18 was the parking lot. 
mm-hmm. was the tennis complex mm-hmm. and a, and about a group of 20 people uh, socially distancing, visiting on the lawn out next to the clubhouse. In severe danger is what you're trying they to say. Were, I mean, a, a lot more could have went wrong than what ended up going right for you. Right. Right. And, well, well, and and I can say with my own two eyes that I witnessed what yeah. happened here. Trevor was a little skeptical because he was on the other side of the racket complex, and I outscored him on that hole. So he was very right. Skeptical. His drive was beautiful, awesome, <laughs> and Straight we were down. we were somewhere else. Yes, we you and I happened to have to go to the the same direction. We were in a different zip code. Anyway, Josh says, "Well, it's the last hole. I'm tired. This hasn't been a great round. F it." 185 I'm, yards. I'm gonna I'm gonna swing for the green from here, knowing that there was some precarious obstacles in between him and the green. And what else? There were six dollars on the line. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> there were six dollars from a push from two par three uh yeah. best overall scores. So yeah. I mean, stakes were high. Stakes were at an all-time high. Six bucks. In Longview, Washington. 185 yards. Mint Valley Golf Course. Yeah. Complex in between me. So? Some vacate. What some club did you use? Six iron. Six iron, 185. And it was the best shot of the day, easily. Maybe a top 10 shot in Josh's career. Uh, for sure. I haven't been privy to every shot, so I can't speak <laughs> to every shot, but... If you've been privy to any today, you've been privy to every shot. <laughs> but... It was beautiful. It flew the parking lot, the complex, the people gathered on the lawn and landed the green over the bunker. Over there was a bunker too. Over the bunker and just rolled off to the fringe. Right. It was I'm going to give you a golf clap. Thank you. It was a double bogey turned par. That's it what it was. That's it was it absolutely was. a double bogey. I was taking a lemon and making lemonade. <laughs> Taking chicken shite and making chicken salad. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. I don't ever do that when I'm around too, by the way. I won't trust you. But yeah, so we had a we had a, a, a long day today. So we figured, you know what? We got back. We actually thought we might nap pre-pod. <laughs> we probably should have. But, but instead, ins- we... We drank pre-pod. Poured a, a beverage. Here's to you guys. Huh? Well, anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh, we got a couple things on tap. On tap for happy hour uh, this evening for you guys. And um, we're going to start off. Josh, I'm going to ask you, did you okay. get anything this week? I did. I did. Um, I believe you posted a picture of it. I did. I put on it on Twitter. Twitter. And I'm um, so proud of this guy. And, and you know, I'm not the most uh, vocal of the two of us on Twitter. But when something comes my way that I like, and, and here's the funny part is, you know, we have some questions that kind of relate to this too. Like from the Black Series line, or, or from Black Series in general, I'm a little like, oh man, I'm I'm overwhelmed because I have some backfill to do to get my collection right. I have, in fairness, you have a crap load of Black Series. I do. In in fairness, thank you for being fair. I have a crap load. Um, crap load, and I have some extras, but uh, the carbonized. I really like them and to hell with the value. And and if you want, you can go to um, 411actionfigure.com and you're able to kind of value Black Series very easily. And what they do is they just take a average of the eBay selling price recently. Mm-hmm. And they're very, it's they, whatever bot they have is great. They keep up with it. We've talked about it before. Yeah. 
So action figure four one one. Action figure four one. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So uh, uh, carbonized has done meh. Like carbonized is really a, a, a cool concept in my opinion for Black Series. What they do is a they add some bling to a, a, a release figure. But to me, I, I a previously released figure. To me, I like the fact that they're putting that extra touch on it, right? Right. And they make the boxes really nice, so they grab your eyes right. out of the uh, <laughs> just red with black numbers. If you stack them like books, it's like, bang, you've got a green Boba Fett that's shiny. Right. Or a silver stormtrooper that's, that it grabs your eyes. It does. And so the I would say not only is the packaging a little bit more eye-grabbing, a little more... Um, I don't know. And make you want to purchase it. I don't know. It's a little just, different. The just, carbonized uh, Mandalorian's brown, and you know, I call it caramelized. Or, or kind know. of a bronze, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like they just, they they took the repackaging concept and and gave you a little more for the same money, mm -hmm. which, or, well, I guess it's $25, I think, for a carbonized. But anyway, without further ado. Yeah. I got a, a Vader. And it's very shiny. Yeah, he's very shiny. There he is. Showing him there for those of you watching, it's a Vader and the, and I don't know when he came, I didn't I, I forgot I got him which is great that remember I do pre orders so that I can be surprised. When he showed up, I opened him up and and a lot of times the last guy I opened up I think and you called it was Plo Koon. I'm like oh cool, yeah yeah Plo Koon. or oh cool Dooku or oh cool whatever, and I kind of set him down. When he came out, I was like hey cool. I took a picture. I sent it to you. You're like post that and i'm like fine i did and then i like showed my family they didn't give a rat's ass uh you know <laughs> it was great but i kind of but and you know if you look the side is is ah oh, gosh hurry up so yeah the side is like silver it just was it's a very and you and i talked about this on the course today i was like here's why i like vader so much and and the carbon carbonized uh you know whatever uh characters in general Different box color. You alluded to that, but mm -hmm. just different box color. Uh, it makes me feel like it, it's it's more special in my collection. No matter the worth on Action Figure Four One One, no matter yeah. the worth on eBay, it's just when I pull those guys out. And as a matter of fact, I was looking with Trevor the other day. Um, shout out to the Five O. Shout out to the Five O, part of the BMB. Uh, we were pulling. I'm like, man, I have three ninety twos, and 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 it turned out that they were, you know, the white the white first edition release, the black series release release and a carbonized release. And, and I was like, well, that's kind of, you know, I, I have them all lined up like books. And so to pull them off and to me, while we know Mando and the white box is the most valuable hmm. current or, or recent, uh, uh, black series figure, those carbonized figures are very cool. So uh, shout out to, to the Black Series Carbonized. If, if you don't have those, I, I think you could almost just collect Carbonized, and it wouldn't be that expensive. No, it wouldn't be too bad. And what I... You said something, too, about this Vader in particular. Uh, the the Carbonized Stormtrooper is just... It's very shiny silver. The mm -hmm. Carbonized Boba Fett is a very shiny green. Yep. Um, but this Vader isn't quite as, like, Ah, carbonized know, it, yeah, yeah it, it's more of a subdued i mean you still got a little gloss and it's a little more bluish black than just straight flat black you know right or or um glossy black but it's it's not it's not quite so carbonized yeah i guess that'd be the i guess our point as collectors and obviously this is a collecting pod is those little variances 
intentional or otherwise that um that the toy companies you know put out i think are what really make collectors excited so the problem i have even though i'm a massive collector of 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 uh black series is that it gets a little repetitive if I see Dooku and and the next clone trooper and and the next and the next and they're all in the same box, to me sometimes I feel like I am collecting for the numbers and not for the characters. Carbonize changes that a little bit for me. It makes me stop and look at Vader and really like I held him in front of you. I held him in the sunlight. I'm like, check it out. He's glinting. You know, I, he's blue. Whatever it is. So I, as a collector, I like when the toy manufacturers. Even if they're recycling a little, which they are here, we have plenty of Vaders in Black Series. Uh, uh, just add that extra. So you know, charge me five more bucks, and there you go. We want to take this opportunity to remind you that we are part of the Beyond the Blast Doors network, which includes six unique, different podcasts, including uh, ours, including our own. You can find us on YouTube if you are watching right now at Beyond the Blast Doors. You can find us on the interwebs at beyondtheblastdoors.com where we try and give you content, uh, articles, uh, Funko Pop releases. And then you can also find all of our podcasts on there. You can find us at Holochronicles on Twitter. Um, we do like to interact with our Twitter peeps, uh, which... What are they up to now? Uh, TK1255. 1255. And uh, we do interact. We do like to chat toys and merch and what did you get lately? And and uh, we typically have a weekly hashtag, show me your collection. This week was a little more impromptu. impromptu. You can look it up on Twitter where um, I have the name here. Uh, at a larger view pod. Uh, posted, I don't know, a little thread on his Darth Vader collection. Um, again, it's on our Twitter feed. Go ahead and go back and look it up. It's most impressive. Most impressive. Most carbonized. But uh, typically we, <laughs> typically we, yeah, I wonder if he has that. Typically we post a little write-up on our website when we do a Star Wars collection feature, which by the way, if you have a Star Wars collection of any size, we would love to feature yours um, using the hashtag show me your collection and get a hold of us, DM us on Twitter and we can talk about it or email us at holochronicles at gmail.com. Can I give a very biased plug, please? Do it. Uh, and you're a part of this and I'm actually not, which is why I can plug uh, uh, without too much bias. But um, uh, uh, beyond the blastors.com there's so many, you know, not only are we trying to share our pod with you there and, and our pod and others, we're putting a two to three articles a week out there, sometimes more, sometimes one per day. And Andy contributes to the uh, Show Me Your Collection uh, articles, and they're fantastic. So if you're really looking for Star Wars news, guess what? We're not as big as we need to be yet. And so if you Google search, uh, uh, um, you know, Star Wars information or news, you're, you're probably going to find some other sites before you find Beyond the Blast Wars, but there's some really good content on there. There's some really, and, and props to you, sir, who, uh, who, you know, look, as collectors, we love when somebody recognizes our collection. As a matter of fact, we start this pod so we can just talk about 
our collections yeah. and others. Yeah. And others, of course. We like to share each other's and yours. Yeah, we like to see what people are into. Yeah. And then beyond the collections comes uh, come articles about current news, current rumors, and, and things like that. And we, of course, as a network, like to say that we're pretty positive. Uh, not not to say that we won't won't uh, stand up for our beliefs in in some regards, but uh, but just go there and check it out. I mean, it's a website. You kind of think like, well, you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, pretty heavy. Why would we go to your website? Well, the website really does have some great articles on there. So if you like to read some stuff, if you're uh, literate, then go for it. You know, it'll be great. Yeah, just and just to further that plug, Pete puts out an article maybe about once a week. Shannon's been doing some video game articles lately that have been really good and by the way she's got a new um video coming out the moment star wars spoke to me she's right. done a couple of those so far she's got a third one coming out keep your eyes open for that they are always very well done and uh, shannon puts a lot of time and effort into it uh jerry i think has written an article david yeah. david will post up david always some things yeah he's, he's um and he's our news guy anyway but uh you know i think that's i think that's my over overall point actually is, i think uh, you and scotty are the only two that haven't put something up yet well it's because of the fumble fingers all right <laughs> because of the typing <laughs> i cross my arms uh, when i type it's really weird that's no, great i don't do that uh, but uh no so uh, go check it out and thank you uh we want to thank everyone that's in the chat with us tonight we know we kind of surprised you but we got nick we got matt we got uh mark from shabby geek we got adam your brothers we got both my bros in here which is weird we even have uh one of my non-bros in here phil mr uh, rantastic is in here rez is here of course thank you rez um and if i missed anyone we still love the hell out of you so thanks for coming in all right all so right let's get going our, there's it's so our happy hour we don't sound very happy yet i gotta be honest with you so cheers <laughs> I think that's what we should do tonight is keep it a little loose. All right. Um, yeah. Watch Andy keep it loose. Get ready, guys. <laughs> it's all relative. <laughs> um, yes, Matt, you were, I believe, the very oh, first. he was. I think he was. Show me your collection. Yeah. Maybe one of our – he was in the first five of our followers, too. Can we give him uh, hashtag cred there? Is, is, is he the – does he get cred for the actual show me your collection? I mean, I'll give him cred. I don't care. Sure. We invented that because of Matt. All right. What's up, Gilster? Good to see you. Gilster's here. here. Um, Josh, here's something that I got this week. And again, I posted a picture of it. So just further follow us on Twitter for the most updated <laughs> goings on of Josh and Andy's Holocronicles collection. Um, this is the uh, retro series. Luke Skywalker pilot, X-Wing pilot, but it's a little different than the original X-Wing version of Luke Skywalker because, let me show you here. You see it? Yeah, he's got a face mask. He's got that yellow visor. Yeah. And it's totally cool. He comes with uh, a, he comes with a gun, but it's, it's the gun from... As you would um, you would think, the Empire Strikes Back scene where he shoots a little tow cable up to the underbelly of an AT-AT. That little gun. Oh, let's see it. Other way. Yeah. Oh, remember, it's got the big nose on it, too. Yep, I see it. We see it. We can see that. And a blue lightsaber. So um, 
Josh, I'm assuming your carbonized Darth Vader is going to stay in the box. He is. Yes. Um, this Luke Skywalker snow speeder version is also going to stay on, on the card and he's going to uh, go up on my wall and hang up with the other retro series. I don't feel good about opening up the retro series because well, some of the, I just, Oh, you don't feel good just because of the mixing them, mixing them up of right? the, of, of some of the weapons. And I I'm, I'm kind of a purist in that regard. I like to keep, I don't, I don't keep I, retro or not retro. I don't keep repro right accessories and repro by the way are are reproduced uh weapons and accessories for the vintage right and the original vintage and some figures. of them are, are are very 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 close and so and so well made that they look like the originals and you can get snookered on them if yeah. you're not careful and so we're not we're not promoting uh the uh active misleading of people to try and sell you something new that is advertised as old. Well, and just remember, a good rule of thumb, if it if it seems too good to be true, it is. It, it, it always is. is. I mean, a Leia uh, a blaster is going to cost you between $60 and $100. This is the way it is. <laughs> so if you find one for $20, it's too good to be true. Be, be careful. Yeah, be careful. And also, feel free to ask us if you're not sure. Yeah. Um, and, and or, or the Imperial Gunnery is pretty good if you're looking at that. But, Josh... As much as we try to stay away, I, I I won't say don't ever get them because some people you can get on eBay like for thirty bucks a ton of repro weapons and accessories that will outfit your maybe your needs and that's great but don't sell them. <laughs> well, well, exactly, and maybe that's a good question. Um, which we asked for some questions tonight, which we're gonna we did. we're gonna we, hit. We do, have but that's a, a good question to ask uh uh for and i don't know if we've touched on this i'm sure we have but like is it at what point is it okay for you to get a repro what weapon or more more probably uh uh you know applicable a repro a set of graphics for this this beat up washed out you know it's been through heck and you cleaned it up uh, vehicle and that is a a, a super important question and the answer is is not the same for everyone. Okay. Yeah. I, and 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 the bottom line is, I think to to support your point is like if you repro out a vintage vehicle, which in my opinion, I feel like, yeah, save it, make it look great, put it in your collection. Just never take that to the next level, which would be to sell it as a as a fully whole or complete or the stickers or the weapons or whatever it's okay to get repro let's say you're building an army of troopers to be honest if you were to buy all the guns for stormtroopers and you had an army of 25 or 50 because you can get those pretty cheap you can get stormtroopers all day yellowed and and we look at past pods if you want to know how to make those super white um you could spend a lot of money buying just the weapons because those are the things that get lost or the things that don't make it. Um, but however, if you repro those weapons out and make your lineup look awesome, perfect. That's totally fine. Just make sure that that you have some, uh, I guess it would be responsibility to the community. Sure. And, you know. you know, that's what we would promote. Now, Josh, this actually leads into, we'll say, our very first uh, mailbag question. Okay. 
Um, and this had to do with a post that Dr. MC, um, also known as at true green arrow posted. Um, I helped him out getting some, uh, millennium Falcon parts and he finally got it all completed. Right. And with, right. I saw this. Yeah. And within that, sorry, I got a hair in my mouth. Um, and, and part of that, uh, involved him purchasing reproduction decals for the Millennium Falcon. Right. All right. Now, the I believe the uh, Dejeric table had the original sticker on it. Did it? I, yeah. It looked pretty clean. Well, okay. that's because the one, I, I think I, I think I sent it to him. It was pretty clean. Yeah. So, um, but that's not unusual for that decal to be in good shape. Uh, but he, he got decals for the rest of it, the, uh, the engines in the back and some of the decals on top. And it looks fantastic. It looks very much it does like it's out of the box. And as much as we swing, you know, try to avoid the reproduction accessories, we are all for reproduction decals on vintage vehicles. Well, it's restoration. Is, 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 I think it's, I think it's very safe to say, I mean, if you're a car guy, obviously you're always looking for the, the OEM parts, the original, the stock, whatever you want to call them. However, at some point, either economically, it becomes too, uh, it, it becomes unrealistic to, to, to find those parts. But then in the end, if you're driving up in your Millennium Falcon, that's all decked out and it looks great and presentable. All the parts, all the original parts. Yeah. And then you slap some repro decals on it. Now you and I have that experience. Why? Do you remember what it was? Uh, With your slave Slave one. One. Yeah. It was my slave one. So uh, you had, had had purchased a slave one. Did you outfit it with the graphics or did it come? No, it came with uh, fresh new stickers. It came with fresh new stickers, totally divulged. So it wasn't a trickery. Right. Which was great. And it's beautiful. And I remember you came to me and you're like, Hey, do you want this? And, and at the time, you know, you can really have a purist mind when it comes to collecting vintage, which in some regard we do. Mm -hmm. But at the time I was like, that is beautiful. And you know what? I don't care because, because I'm not looking to, I'm not looking to spin it. it, I'm, I'm just, I want it in my collection. And I don't, I haven't found that repro decals affect the price of the vehicle. I, if I, you divulge the information, right, right, it'll affect and, your reputation and, if you try and sell it as you know, right. And Mark, original. Mark makes the great point here: as long as you're honest, there's nothing wrong with repro. All right, put that up on the screen. Yeah, and and as long as yeah, it is 100. We are we promote you know people collecting in whatever manner they can, and if that involves repro, then great. Just be honest about it. And, and I don't even think like, let's say you were going to sell something that had repro decals on it, divulge it 100%. You know, you don't want somebody thinking they're buying something that isn't what they think. Right. But, but actually but I don't, honesty will probably bring them into the fold a little better. Like, Hey, these right. are repro graphics. But I don't, I haven't seen an instance where repro decals have negatively impacted right. the value of a of a slave one or a millennium falcon or a x-wing or you know whatever the case may be maybe you have or maybe someone in the chat has had that experience but i have not and i feel like at this point my knowledge base 
is pretty solid. Right. Um, whether it be through eBay or Craigslist or offer up or let, let it go, let go. Um, you know, I, I haven't, I haven't really come across that yet. So. Now let's shift gears here. Okay. It's a whole different category. Sure. Cause Gilster put it up. Customize. How do you feel about, now I know that you have a few of these. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about customization? There are, um, a few schools of thought that are like, don't, for lack of a better term, bastardize the original vintage product, but you can get some serious beaters that are that are literally throw away, like yeah. throw yeah. away, like that a-hole a few years ago that filled a fish tank up and lit it on fire. And melted all the guess what? All those guess figures. what? I know it it made me cringe, it made everyone cringe, but guess what? He didn't pay 50 bucks for all of those. I mean, if he did, he was stupid. And and we get it. There were millions of characters or figures that were made, hundreds, of hun- millions. hundreds of millions. However, it still it felt a little sacrilege. But the alternative is customization, which again Gilster threw up. So thank you, Gilster. Customization is fun. It is a lot of fun. And if you have something that is beat up, then make it. For lack of a better term, make it great again. <laughs> Get a better term. Uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. No, no. But seriously, I've taken a, a Millennium Falcon that was beat up, and there were no decals on it. I would. It just was a shell, right. and I spray painted right. it gold, and I put LED lights in the engine, and I made it a light. Right? It, yeah, like a sconce. Yeah, looks sconce. awesome. Yeah. It looks way better than it ever would have if I had tried to piece it together. I had a Slave 1 that was beat up. I painted it silver, kind of distressed with a little bit of black paint, a little here and there, and, and I made it in the style of the uh, Razor's Crest. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Looks totally awesome. There are people like, uh, I think it's J.F. Roland on Twitter. He makes customized figures, and they are sweet. And, and you know what, if you like stick a, like people do this with the pilots all the time too, like the old X-Wing pilots, you stick them in really hot water. You know, I would liken it to, if you've ever played football, you dip the mouthpiece in yeah, yeah, yeah. Of hot water <laughs> and then you suck on a mold it to your teeth. As you burn your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you, you put a, you put an X-Wing figure in hot water, uh, maybe even boiling, you know, for a little bit, just not very long at all. Take it out and the head pops right off and you can stick a new one on there. So you got all these different kinds. You can do a hammerhead pilot. You can do a, a walrus face pilot. You can do a sand mace person. Window. You can do a mace. Yes, exactly. But anyway. A little Maddie shout out there. There you can, the, I am. I, again, if you're honest about it, go crazy with it. You can make some of the coolest things. You touch up and custom paint and and get uh, you know green helmets or red helmets, red five and you know gold. Leader. Again, like I said, I think I, I would call it restoration. I would call it salvage. You know, like salvaging. To me, I'll, I'll go back to my point because someone posted up there, I think it was Matt, uh, that there's a special place in hell for the guy that melted all those figures. I agree, but and that was his choice. And guess what? We've had this uh, conversation or uh, uh, debate with right. with uh, a number of other podcasters when it came to, hey, they're mine. I can do what I want. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And, and the problem that you have is that uh, uh, you would prefer to just own all those and and make them your own and love them and care for them and disperse them to other people that love them and and then and then this guy lit them on fire so whatever yeah. I agree and 
And but I won't say anything negative because guess what? It's his. He can do what he wants. He paid for him. Hopefully, he didn't steal him from anybody. Sure. So he can do what he wants. And if you ever feel compelled to take a uh, on card figure and take it off the card just to have a mint loose figure, sure. hit me up. We'll make a trade. We'll make a trade for okay. a near mint figure. For a mint now loose figure. Now be careful because that dude, who I won't even say his name, sure. will hear this because no, one no, of no. you guys it's are a cool. mole. It's cool. No, it's cool. It's totally cool. It's been worked out. Oh, we're good? Swords have been buried. Oh, H- hatchets good. have been buried. Hatchets have been buried. Swords have been sheathed. Exactly. It's cool. I'm just saying I would I would hate for a carded figure to be damaged just to have a nice loose one. I've got a lot of nice loose ones I'd happily trade. Okay, that takes us to the next realm. Okay, time we, out. Time out. Oh, do you want before okay. before we get to the next mailbag nice. question, Josh, can you switch our screens? Are we looking not at each other? Yeah. Damn. All right. That means I have to like pull. Ah, there we go. <laughs> That's what happy hour does to us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to bust through some of the chat here real quick. There's a couple questions in the chat. Okay, hit us I'm, I'm going to post up. This is from Matt. He says, question for you. What was the first Star Wars figure that you remember picking out yourself at the store? Uh, mine was a Luke Jedi in early 83. Still my favorite Star Wars figure. Josh, do you have one that comes to mind? I don't. And I saw this earlier when Matt posted this, and I had to think about it. And while I'm sure, you know, I got a number of characters, I've already told the story a couple times. It's It was kind of like uh, most of uh, Thank you to my mom and dad who provided me with uh, a great Christmases that gave me all the characters. I, did, I really didn't have a, uh, you know, what was I, six? So I wasn't shopping. <laughs> now, Matt, if you were shopping at six, good for you. Mom and dad let you carry some money around but uh i don't the the one i do remember and i've already told the story several times was just my my vader that i bought in a you know a store it, that was the first thing i bought for myself how about you uh full disclosure nothing i, I never bought one right when i was a kid um, no, it was always Phantom Menace. When Phantom Menace came out, yes, i bought some things. I didn't even buy any then you didn't? either. No. Um Man, I don't, I, and it's okay. I think that you did. I can tell you. And, I, and it I was had, probably like a Pez dispenser or a pack well, of cards. Or I had Star Wars figures when I was a kid. I had the Jedi Luke like Matt did. Um, and, and I know that that was one of the first ones that I got, but you know, it was like a Christmas gift or something. I didn't actually go to a store. And, no, and, and I'm and, the and, same and pick one out. So I'm the same. Now you tell me, you asked me G.I. Joe, then I can tell you one of the very first ones that I picked out was uh, Stalker, the Ranger. Okay. Camouflage suit, had a beret, black guy. He was awesome. One of my favorites still today. I hope they do uh, G.I. Joe classified of him soon. Six inch figures. The Black Series version Mm. of G.I. Joe. Andy's wallet just formed into (sighs) two parts. It just went. Mm. I can remember that, and and I've told this before as well. I can remember my my first like 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 avid I have to have toy was was a transformer, but I don't remember. Yeah, I do remember my Christmases. They were Star Wars filled. Yeah. I don't remember in the store. So very good question. Yeah, and I'm proud of you for remembering when you bought your first 
yeah. action uh you know figure for star wars but mine was megatron and if my brother's still in the chat which he was earlier phil at at phil suck an egg uh <laughs> He took Prime. Now, of course, we all wanted Optimus Prime, right? He's the good guy. And I remember, like, deferring to my little brother. I was like, you can have Prime. I'll take Megatron. Now, by the way, fun fun fact, Megatron in his box worth far more than Prime. <laughs> well, because he had smaller parts. And- oh, he was all... And he turned into a gun, like a, like a Desert Eagle or something. But, yeah, well... Maybe a Luger. Um, all right, Nick. Nick asks, uh, "What about what? What do you think about purchase decals versus ones you print off yourself?" Um, I, he says, "I did my own for the X-wing, and I think it looks good, but I'm also not planning to sell it, so it was for me." Again, I think to yeah, I think if you're capable, then go for it. My whole deal with with purchasing is that I don't think I'm capable of printing or or designing a a quality graphic the ones that are available on ebay and other sites if you if you look for a minute are are great you know so yeah uh mark said uh getting back to the custom work toy poloi put some lights in the slave one and colored snow speeder black and they look awesome i mean that's what i'm talking about yes putting lights like putting the two little lamp lights in the front nose pieces of the mandibles i guess they're called mandibles sure. on the uh on the falcon like the just two little yeah. white leds like that is so mm, it's good it's, it's good, good. and again it's it's restoring right it's restoring it's not defy you know defacing it's restoring we're not here to tell you how to collect okay oh no, we are <laughs> uh <laughs> some good chat some great questions in great the chat. Questions thank you so, so much far. for participating yeah uh we have shabby geek who liked uh he liked g1 uh his my fave g1 was skywarp which i'm assuming is a generation one yeah, transformer. generation yeah exactly now i will say my fave. now hold on now let me talk to you shabby geek because we're talking about collecting <laughs> we're talking about i am in the this is first release the only figures available now in my memory and guess what go find them in a store even at that age uh, to find them in the store was pretty pretty awesome but to find prime and megatron next to each other on the shelf g1 was ridiculous my favorite though from the series was uh oh jeez soundwave uh, soundcloud oh, popped yeah. into my head <laughs> was soundwave soundwave was like here you go Megatron. Yeah. It's very tonal. And and they like shoot his little cassette player out and it turned into a pterodactyl and a puma. It was awesome. Yes. But I mean, Soundwave was was tops. But with with Soundwave directly underneath Optimus Prime and Megatron, I'm sorry. I don't care how G1 you are. When you're six, it's, it's one of those two. Yeah. And then maybe, and I did, I eventually got Soundwave. Yeah. I didn't get, uh, what did, did you say? Did you get Jazz? Did you get Sideswipe? Well, Jazz, side Jazz annoyed swipe. me a little side bit. Sideswipe was my guy because he was the Testarossa. Yeah. Uh, I was all into planes, so it was all about Starscream and... No, he was a Lamborghini. Sure. I don't care. Kuntosh. He was a car. I'm in a, I'm in a freaking... F fourteen. I'm gonna take you out. Or what, what was Starscream? He was a. He was an F fifteen. Was yeah, he even around then? F sixteen. 
No, he had two. He had two tails in the back. So he yeah, was, but the engines were together. So I think that was. That's the not F-16. a sixteen. Sixteen has one tail in the back. Well, the F fourteen Tomcats were like Top Gun. They were. So he was an F fifteen. A little smaller than that, man. He was probably a MIG. He was probably Russian. You guys will correct us right now. Get ready. Wait. Uh, All right. Thank you for letting us go off on a. What on the a little, hell did we just do? Yeah. Uh, those. It's happy hour. <laughs> hey, hey, it's happy hour. Have a drink. It'll be good. <laughs> I got water on my keyboard. F eighteen. I. He's well, right. Was it a hornet? Was it a hornet? Yeah. Are you googling that there, Phil, brother Phil? If he's googling it, then I'll trust him. If he's coming from memory, then yeah, it sure. might. But I think it was a hornet. It Who might knows? Have been a hornet. Josh, we're already at the forty-minute mark. Oh, we, we need to get to our stuff. All right, go. It's happy. No, hour, this is though. awesome. This is awesome. Um, I'm just checking off things yeah, here. Yeah, he doesn't know. Put some, post your questions in the chat. Um, our main topic for today. Did you get my email, by the way? No, I'll get it. Okay. I'll get it. Don't worry. I'm, I'm looking up Starscream right now. Okay. Yeah, I, what kind of jet was Starscream? An F-15! I was right. Okay. I just didn't know if the F-15 had been released in the in the late 80s. I thought the F-15 was a little newer. But I was right. Okay. If it was wrong. Um, I listened to a podcast uh, yesterday that was, was really interesting. Uh, and this is not our main topic, by the way. I just want to do so. this You're as a... sidewalling I, 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 I just want to throw this out here because... Uh, first of all, Star Wars 7x7. Seven seven. Oh, Alan Voivod, our man. Uh, he my is, favorite guy. He is a, a He's favorite. my hero. He's my hero. He's a favorite of ours. He does a seven-minute Star Wars podcast every day. Yeah, so if you don't like hour-and-a-half-long pods like ours, <laughs> then you can get it in seven minutes-ish from Alan Voivod with Star Wars 7x7. Seven seven. And you probably learn more. You'll, you'll learn like twice as much, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. But uh, there is a Willow remake in, no. in the uh, I heard in the that. works is it happening so they're in they're in uh they're in the story writing and uh and and kind of figuring out what what the plot's going to be and stuff like that mode of this ron howard is involved uh warwick davis is involved no he's not yes i i can probably predict are you saying that, that val warwick, kilmer is not are you, involved are you saying that warwick's Got his hands in this project? He, yes, he does. <laughs> Do you remember? I mean, he had he has normal size hands. <laughs> yeah, he, just, remember it was Willow. He's like Willow. Like they yeah. had to pan out because his hands yeah. were always in the screen. Big hands, very big hands. So anyway, you know what they say about? Never mind. <laughs> Willow's happening. A remake is happening. Ron Howard is involved. Warwick Davis is involved. And again, I'm plagiarizing seven by seven for this. Thank you, Alan. Uh, thank you, Alan. This was so, it was so good to me because I watched Willow when it came out, and I believe in 1988, and it was it was great. It was it it fills in you know it falls right in line with like Labyrinth yep. and uh, uh, hmm, what was that other one that was kind of like that. What's his name? Mad Mortigan? Mad Mortigan? Mad Mardigan? Mad Mardigan. Mardigan? That's uh that's uh Kilmer. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Have you watched it recently? Yes. It still holds up. It's pretty good. I'm all right with it. Go no. watch it if you haven't it's on Disney Plus or just go rent it from your local blockbuster. Um 
<laughs> but anyway, they're saying that uh, that again, the connection to Star Wars is George Lucas, right? George Lucas, of course, had this idea, and um, and what's interesting is that the sorceress in Willow kind of is a Mother Talzin type character who's not like necessarily uh, a Jedi or a Sith, but she is magic and she conjures up, she's in touch with nature. She's, she's got these abilities that uh, are a little supernatural so that she, the, the connection is that, that this possibly falls somewhere within the star Wars universe. This story of Willow can drop into some planet that, exists within the realm of star wars no yes no they're not well this was what was postulated here again it's part of the george lucas universe and the sorceress being somewhat similar to a character that's in uh clone wars that maybe it's not out of it's not crazy to say that this willow story actually takes place in a planet somewhere within the Star Wars universe. Okay. All right. Well, just throwing out the possibility. Now think about, that's a very interesting concept. Have an open mind. What do you think? What do you think? Your thoughts? Well, chat, what do you think? Let's take it down a couple roads here. You have Endor. Endor might be, uh, with the the exception of maybe um, uh, the Wookiee planet. Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk, thank you. Endor might be the the best example of like a primitive uh, society that gets invaded by a super tech society. I mean, we got Wicket and the crew and the crew dropping boulders. <laughs> what do we got going on? Well, I don't know. I think Mark is uh, questioning the the, uh, <laughs> the ideas. That I, I don't disagree with Mark at this point because you just said that Willow might be part of the Star Wars universe. It, I think, I mean, I don't think it's crazy to say this that. Is, look, if you have a pod and then you're listening to our pod and we don't have that many followers, and but you have more. Throw it out that, there. Take that, take that and just like rumor and be like, from a trusted source, yeah. uh, Andy from the Hall of Chronicles, uh, we have word no, no, that... No, 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 we're plagiarizing another pod, who we respect. Can you imagine, can you imagine uh, uh, the hands on the saber? Yeah. Stay away from her! Laura! Laura! Uh, Laura! Uh, Laura! Uh, I mean, but the hands, got like, the top hand's getting a little cinch because there's not enough hilt. You need to let that go. All right, sorry. All right. Thank you. But back to the point, I don't think it's crazy to think that these two things could actually overlap. Like, whatever world that uh, um, that Willow takes place on uh, has a representative in the Galactic Senate. you got to be kidding me. It's not crazy. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Willow existing in the Star Wars universe. What do you think? Is it crazy? Alan did. Alan did. Alan's with that. Alan's that was Alan's. So here's the deal. Alan, I love Alan. So if he said it, then I will. He said it because of something Filoni said. Well, Filoni will do whatever he wants. I know. Which at this point, 
he should and can. Here's the thing. If Filoni thinks it's possible, then who am I as Andy Holocronicles half to say, Filoni, get out of here. You nets. Nick's right. Did you see Nick's comment? That's pretty good. And that's not even Lucas Spielberg. I know. That's not a bad take. That's not. All right. It, uh, if Voivod, uh, I, if I, I do. E. can be in the Galactic Senate and on Earth, that means Earth could possibly be in the. Rez says he's with Voivod too. Here's the deal. Stop right here. I don't want to dive. I don't want to dive down this any longer. You want to know why? We're going to get Alan on and we're going to talk about this. Okay. I want to hear his. T- so I'm because I'm getting hit with this. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Right in, the, right in the tummy. Are you getting hit in the tummy with this? I'm getting hit in the tummy. <laughs> and Rez is with Voivod, which, by the way, if you're not with Voivod, you should be. Yeah. You need to be. Yeah. So uh, there, <laughs> there are no Jedi in Willow. Well, there's barely any Jedi in the, the freaking sequel, so be careful. <laughs> This is a fact. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Well, that's good. That's okay. Good. That's just a talking point. Just a talking point. I like point. that. I like that. So okay. we hit some more questions here. We got some questions. It's happy hour. Obviously, Andy and I are finding the bottom of our drinks. <laughs> um, I I love if you listen to last week's uh, podcast and where we talked about Josh, and I agree with Josh, being kind of sick of all of the Baby Yoda merchandise. Right. Excuse me the child merchandise that has come out in the last month that is overstocking the shelves at target and Walmart and other places. And we're just kind of voicing our displeasure that man, if they could only hit this during the show in or their like, stride or in around stride. Christmas, that it would have just, it'd have been over the moon. Um, not that baby Yoda merchandise hasn't sold. It's just that now there's so much. And I was in Idaho this weekend on a little oh, vacation. Great pick. Did you put that on Twitter? I did. Great and, pick. And there were just, even at the target and when the Walmart that I visited, Costco, there, there was just full of unpurchased baby Yoda merchandise. Why? Oversaturation. In, well, in a lull between seasons. It's actually the opposite. It's, 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 uh, uh, in uh, improperly time saturation. Okay. Look, the people that don't give a crap about star Wars, but bought Disney plus cause it, they gave them a deal when they bought their Comcast internet. I, they all of a sudden were like, Oh my gosh, I really like this. And guess how long their memories are. They don't go back to the seventies. They don't care. Six months out. You're done. Yeah. That's why I'm still frustrated with it. But anyway. So we just got done in our last week's pod talking about voicing our our bummerness out of the situation. And I was like, you know what, Josh, I agree with you. It's just overtime right now. (laughs) I can't believe, you know, they they missed opportunities, hashtag missed opportunities. And then uh, the very next day I'm in Target and bang. Yeah. I purchased. A baby Yoda Bluetooth speaker. Look at that. It's a Bluetooth speaker. Look he's, at that. He's adorable. Ugh. And I was mad at myself when I bought it. And I'm mad that I own it. And I've been using it all week. Well, well hold on. There's always a good place for baby Yoda. Or the child. Yeah. Or a green un, undefined species that you play music out of the top of their head. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anywho, I took this to a lake and we listened to music and it was funny and small and it's about the size of a golf ball fit in your pocket real nice. Very portable. That's the best. All thing. right. All right. Here we go. Okay. Here's a question from Gilster. I like it. Here's hey, a couple, Gilster. Here's a couple comments from Matt. Thanks, Matt man. says, uh, wind Josh up on this, please, because Matt just likes to see me. He just wants sh- to see the world burn. Shit. Yep. He likes that. Uh, Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Mark Shabby Geek. <laughs> he says, he says, Etsy has turned into baby Yodaville. He's not wrong. One billion percent. <laughs> That's a lot of percent. That, no, no. Get on Etsy and try, especially with my, you know, Facebook hacked search history. <laughs> Etsy knows exactly what I'm after. And it is baby Yodaville. Yep. Which might be good if you want to laser cut some crap or something, but um, and then uh, here here it is the final question, which Gilster apparently put a price tag on this. No, he donated to the cause. Oh, geez, thanks, well, Robert. Have to pay us money to tell him <laughs> to tell him no. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course you should. One hundred percent. Look, I well, I'll I'll keep saving it. I'm gonna say never mind. I can't say what I'm gonna I'll, say. I'm gonna say let me let me talk, Josh. Let me talk. All right, all right. Robert, yes, you should. If you like Legos and you're a fan of the Mandalorian, it's a marriage made in heaven. Do it. Just do it. And there's the little, there's the little uh I, I can't you know what I'm talking about? The little figures, like they're this big, but you build them. Like it's a Mando figure and a yeah. child figure, and they're about this big, but they're Legos. And they have they have them for other figures too, but they're they're just small little builds. Okay. Um and uh but then in September also, and, 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 if, and if you're not going to, it's because of this. If you're not going to buy this, if I'm going to tell you not to buy that, Robert, then it's because of this. In September on Amazon, I believe, only on Amazon, the Razor's Crest is coming out on Lego. Okay? So prioritized, right? The, the Mando and... Baby Yoda is like $19.99, 20 bucks, and you can get those little builds. They're fun. They're easy to do. They won't take you long. What are, are they the articulating ones or are they not just, really? Okay. Not really. They're not they're really not like posable. The, oh, what do they call those? Like they're like Shogun or something. Oh, no, no, no. They're not. No. I know. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not those. They're not those. Okay. Um, but if you want to spend a little more money on a little longer build, that's going to take it's going to be the ship and, you know, you'll get the Mando figure. I believe you're going to get a child Lego as well. It'll, it'll be, it'll be, that it'll be very big. small. Yeah. yeah. It'll be black series size. Uh, if you want to do that instead, or there's option C, get them both. Just get them. I have to be careful. Okay. Okay. Because I did. And, and I'm trying to like, like I'm trying to plant my, my landing here with, with my point. But I do have to be careful because I in no way want to discourage anyone or even make anyone think that the child is was not and is not a fantastic addition and character to Star Wars. Let me let me make that very clear. Holy smoke. I love the child. I I, I totally love that character. My concern was the marketing. Now now, in order to get my point across, I had to talk a little bit about the timing, and the timing sure. was overwhelming sure. because it all happened at once. Now, if that timing with the same amount of, of 
products and, and exposure had happened during the series, it wouldn't have felt like too much. Uh, even with the Etsy comment. I mean, it would have felt like, well done, Lucas. You know, well done, Disney. Disney. Well done, whoever, Hasbro. Well done, any company that got the licensing. Yeah. licensing. But what I was saying is like, man, my fire had burned down to coals. Now, I had just rekindled it because I revisited with the girls, my daughters, and and watched and, and thought it was fun. But I got a little like, oh, what happened was is I had buyer's remorse because all my excitement back when it was exciting mm -hmm. had put a lot of pre-orders in. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all showed up. I'm like, golly. what? Um, oh, guess what? Guess what, everyone? Another one. Baby Yoda. Another one. So, yeah. uh, or the child, whatever. So don't get me wrong. That character is awesome. And yes, I want them to put out more. And you can guarantee that that season two, I think, will be properly timed. My 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 issue was with they just didn't get it. I just don't know how they didn't get it. So moving on, they, I know, I know you try. You're gonna have to move along on me again. Uh, yeah, because we guy. finally got the soundboard. All right. Um, uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Matt? Says don't be as happy. Matt Matt really wants to just real you know reel me in here and get me going, but. He yeah. can't. Yeah, I it know. is happy hour. Yeah, the animatronic Baby Yoda comes uh, out in December, so don't forget that, that you've probably pre-ordered. If it shows up, I did. That's <laughs> the way I roll these days. All right. Hey, did you get that email that I sent I you? I did. I'm ready. Okay. Are you ready? So, our, okay, we're this is perfect. We're at the hour mark. Okay. Um, It's happy hour, yeah. and that usually goes for like two or three hours in any good bar that allows you to walk in. So... Oh, you're killing it right here. I'm totally killing Look it. Look at Mark. And this uh, this is what, uh, uh, that's what I tried to, I mean, did you put that just because I, come on, Mark. All right, all right, all right, all right. I yes. don't hate Baby yes. Yoda. I, I know, love I know. him. It I was, love him. It was a cheeky remark. Cheeky. Okay, so our main topic uh, that, I that I'd like to finally get to here, and thank you so much for your questions. Thanks for joining. Very good Very questions. much appreciated. We hit them all? Uh, yeah. No. All right. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. 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 No, we didn't. There was one more question. You want to do it now? That's what I thought. Yeah. There's one more now. Let's okay. Up. They're at, all with us. If they're not, they'll leave. At SW Galore. Asked, oh. You know, AKA Star Wars Galore. I get it. At SW Galore on Twitter asked, if you could only collect one line of Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which would you choose? And, and by one line, he was referring to vintage. The Vintage Collection, Black Series, Funko Pop, etc. You and I talked about this, and, and I came to the conclusion, and you can agree or disagree, because okay. I don't remember if you did or didn't, that I would have to exclude the vintage, like, true vintage from this question, because I, it would very easily be like, no, from my childhood, I want, I want vintage. Yeah. So we have well, to pull that now, out because on, there's so on, many lines. On. I don't think we have to pull that out yeah, because we are of a certain age. Not everybody listening or is within the reach of our voice is the same age as us. So uh -uh. maybe, nope. maybe, maybe for them, you know, I'm thinking of guys like Scotty and Jerry who are, uh, you know, 10 years or no, they 15 years up. <laughs> younger than us. You know, their introduction into Star Wars was the prequels. And so... They were in heavy on the on um, 
on on prequel line, you know, or or maybe maybe uh, you know, Power of the Force in the nineties. Well, we talked about hundreds of hundreds of millions of of figures being made for the vintage. Yeah, and really, the while you can you can buy an item from vintage that costs you a lot of money, mm-hmm. you can fill out. Would you agree? Eighty percent of the figures, not the collection. If we don't go into vehicles and stuff, just eighty percent of the figures at five to ten bucks a piece with weapons. Mm, with weapons, it's a little go twenty. Yeah, but but yeah, if you want to just get a loose figure for between five and ten bucks, that's pretty, that's why <laughs> pretty easy to do. That's why I'm saying like you're not really diving into like. This exclusive okay. collection. Answer the question as you see fit. Hmm. He just yelled at me. Hey, y'all, you just <laughs> want to get to the, get to your answer here. <laughs> I don't know. You go first. <laughs> Hang on. Answer this question real quick. How many baby Yodas do you have? I have a lot, Matt. <laughs> Why do you think I'm grumpy about it? I have a my daughter carries around four baby Yodas everywhere she goes, and and I have to like look at them. You do. Which is still pretty cool. Still pretty cool. I'm good with it. Yeah. It's a all right, all right, positive all right. role model. So my answer, <laughs> I won't be a, I won't wuss out on this. My yep. answer is uh, originally Black Series was something I was very into, mm-hmm. am very into. I mm-hmm. still have a massive collection. Although I have been considering unloading that collection in 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 replacement with, you know, taking those funds and, and going a different direction. Yeah. But I would say if I were stuck with one collection that represented Star Wars... In maybe the most truest form, I, I would say Black Series. Black Series would be the line that if I was limited to only one line. To the exclusion of all others. Uh, to the exclusion of all others. To one line that truly went after the essence of a Star Wars action figure. Maybe not all the nuances and et cetera. But Black Series, that's that's where I'm at. Okay. And that's um, what drew me to it initially. It was exactly Black Series was what as a child, as a as a as seven, eight, nine, ten year old boy, I would have been like, holy crap. And by the way, to prove my point, what happened to your face and your brain when G.I. Joe put out a six inch figure, you about lost your you lost your mind. <sighs> While I know I have, you are an avid Star Wars fan, have you have really a very soft spot for G.I. Joe's. But when they put that six inch figure now, if they had to put out a retro G.I. Joe on a card, you would have considered when the six inch showed up, especially when he posted that snake eyes in our chat. I was like, holy crap, that makes me want to buy one. Just saying. It's really cool. Hammering my point home. Go yeah, ahead, those, sir. Those six inch G.I. Joe figures, the classifieds are yep. going to be a problem. Yep. Anyway, um, I like your answer, Josh. Thank you. And I'm going to prove that someone else does too, because Miss Mark Shabby Geek does. Not Miss. I, I was trying to say Mark Shabby at the same time came out Miss. Mark, I know you're a okay, solid so, man. So uh, who has very funny videos on YouTube, by the way. I know. Uh, go, go visit the Shabby Geek. Um, your answer was good, Josh. My answer is better. We we Mark, both Mark. I'm about to. I'm going to send you a link. I'm bringing you in. <laughs> um, I both of us. Our introduction into Star Wars and collecting was the vintage line, and it, 
I'm going to concede the fact that I've worked very hard to make sure I've gotten all of the vintage you have figures and vehicles and play sets. And, and that is some, a source of pride to me. Now, if you were to take that off the table, I would 100% knowing what I know right now, be a hot toy sideshow collector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You high roller. I'm, I would have, I, I may not have nearly as many, but I would, that's if I could only collect one thing, that's what it would be. Now, let me stop you right there. Cause I do agree with you and could almost concede that that's a better answer, but black series is the poor man's hot toy and sideshow collection. Yeah. Why? Because they're extremely detailed. They're very detailed. Most, most, not all of them, but most of the face sculpts are very good. Black Series is like a Star Wars blind date. Hmm. You show up, your date's there before you are. Okay. She or he is sitting at the table. You're 20 feet away. Okay. You're like... Mm-hmm. I like what I see. Something's gone well tonight. And you know what? You roll up with a little skip in your step. And you and have you, a little optimism about how it's going to go. And maybe the optics change at three feet. But your initial reaction makes you go on with the date. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give it a chance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know. Now. <clears throat> Like there are a lot of like clothing that is sculpted, right? It's part of the plastic, part of the figure. Sure. And that's, that's acceptable. However, when Black Series puts on a little cloth robe or they make some of the accessories like of a different material than the mold of plastic. That's a poor man's way to. That's, <laughs> that's, we're talking, we're talking top shelf kind of toys here. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a 20 foot away. I'm talking about a little bit of like, hey, come see my collection. Not too close. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, hey. I'm going to swipe right initially hey. and we're going to see what happens. Hey. 40 year old guys talking about swiping right now i would never deign to say this about my wife but i had a few girlfriends where i was pretty proud to show them off from a few feet away okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness uh it's happy hour don't oh my goodness me i wanted to say two things uh matt says they're called beer goggles (laughs) and then secondly uh bs goggles yeah um Gilster says he does not yet have a hot toy. Um nor, or a way to nor does he want to. And that's fine. More for me. <laughs> I will say this. I, no, I know I, I know it, Robert. I up. Robert, I know you collect Boba Fett. You're a big Boba Fett guy. I know that about you, and I respect it. You should do yourself a favor and take a look at a couple of the Boba Fett sideshows. They are really good. I mean, really good. So anyway, I only have one, by the way. I have one, and it's a Darth Maul, and it's awesome, and it looks just like Ray Park. Um, but yeah. Look, I got Rez in Wild Josh. Because, you know, here's the one, Rez. Here's the deal. We are at Mark 107, or as Andy would say, a minute seven. We're at a minute seven We're right now. We're at a buck seven. We're at a buck seven. My wife, while she may have gotten the uh, live cast alert, uh, was in until seven <laughs> and then she's gone. Now, 
<laughs> and even even my bro throws. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's packing her things. Nope, nope. I married a way up, <laughs> way up. I may have said I said girlfriends, but I married way up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say right before and now. I we are gonna get to our main topic here. Oh Jesus, we're, we have a main topic. Yes, still? we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep this happy. Uh, happy hour. It's gonna go from we happy start hour. Some music then is that iPod on you? Happy hours. Yeah, we should get some background music okay. at least. So here's here's how the main topic popped up here. Um, at Gil Mundy, at Gil underscore Mundy. Mm-hmm. Um. He asked, he had listened to our last podcast and uh, was like, I'm I'm not terribly familiar with this thing called the Ewok Battle Wagon. Right. Um, is it super rare? Is, you know, I I see a, I see a couple and uh, I believe he is uh, from the UK and says, I've seen a couple there for like 2,000 pounds and, and uh, is that normal? He just has some questions about the Ewok battle wagon. And I think it speaks to a larger question about what are we at the minute nine mark here? Yeah. When, or what was the state of star Wars toys in 1985? Okay. And the reason why 1985 is important is because it's the last year that uh, Kenner put out new star Wars toys. It was two years after the Return of the Jedi, right? Where interest had kind of already peaked and was on the downhill turn. GI Joe was swinging, upticking, you know, more articulated figures. Um, it, you know, there were other toys. Uh, trans- they were just cooler. Fan, uh, let's, let's be honest. Transformers was was. They were cooler up. too. Yes, there there were not, other things out not there. Not now, but at, as a kid at were, the time, there were, were other cooler. things out there that were uh, taking away the attention from Star Wars, and this 1985 line. And there was even some other toys that were in uh, in line to be produced that got scrapped because these toys did not go over well. And when I talk about these toys, I'm talking about what are called the last 17 figures. Uh, there were some mini rigs from this uh, this line that are pretty rare. Um, and then there were a few vehicles as well. And I'm not talking about the droids or the Ewoks line, which also kind of fall under the same category because uh, they had their own kind of cartoon. You know, the Ewoks had their own little cartoon spinoff and, um, and then... Uh, Anyway, the droids line and the Ewoks line, right. still part of Star Wars, still came and out. And still very valuable. Yes, and still rare. Um, but as far as the Star Wars line of toys go, 1985 was the was the, was the last well, It was kind of the end, right? Yeah, it was the end. And I, I made the point today, like, all right, well, you know, if you were a kid and, and, and you know, the Rise of Skywalker, when it ends, you got about a two-week to four-week stint to buy the toys and relive that, and then it's done. And that's what Jedi had done, yeah. right? Right. And so, you know, Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, they really capitalized on the marketing. The toys came out, you know, right when the movies did or as they did or just before. Anyway, that those we feel like were kind of done correctly. Um, but this last, this last group, this 1985 line, okay, you have the last 17 figures. Josh, would you mind 
Put, I got it. Putting up yeah. a picture up of this. Uh, I just have up. the list. If if that's okay. You didn't get the. Pictures? Oh no, your picture. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll put those up. Hell yeah, man. I forgot that that was what you wanted me to put up. So there were four Ewoks that were a part of this. There, you know, we'll post a picture. And if you're just listening, like on any podcast platform, like iTunes or SoundCloud or Google Music or <laughs> Google Music, not Google. Music. What are you talking about, man? Anywho, keep um, talking because I got to. If you're just listening, then you then look up the last seventeen figures. It, it feels like. Um, only the collectors that are like deep into the vintage kind of know about this stuff. And so maybe your average casual collector may not be aware of all of these things. So I thought it'd be good for us to kind of go over them real quick. You've got a Luke, as far as the last 17 figures go, you've got a Luke in a stormtrooper outfit that comes with a gun and a helmet that is removable. You've got a Barada, you've got, um, a Lumot, a, a wing pilot. Yeah a Im- imperial dignitary you've mm. got um an r2d2 with, with saber lightsaber right this is the fourth kind of can you name the other three you uh, have our 2d2 right the original. the original right you have the r2d2 with the telescoping sensor scope sensor scope and then you have the the droid factory R2. Yes. All right. Got, got you. you. Nice job. Yeah. Thank you. Golly. Proud of you. Spot and I, I got know. it. Dang. Nice hey, job. What's up? Um, you got Anakin Skywalker. That is not Hayden Christensen. Obviously. <laughs> You've got Amanda Man. You've got uh, EV99. Another, another droid factory. Amanda Man, right? Uh, he did come with, no, not droid factory, but he did come with the Java Dungeon play set. There it is. Um, another playset. You've got General Lando. Ooh, and I love General. He's my cape. favorite. He's yeah, my favorite. He's pretty sharp looking. You've got an Imperial Gunner. You've got Han in Carbonite that is removable from the Carbonite. Um, Warrock, I think I might have said. The Ewok. Um, oh, shoot. I'm forgetting one Ewok. I can't remember his name. Anyway, and then the, oh, the uh, Endor Luke. The Endor Luke um, was cool. And then you have the European released only very famous Yak Face. Okay. So these are the figures that came out late in 85. They weren't really sought out or purchased at the time. And so that makes them pretty rare nowadays. And, And those figures, kind of that starting line, is around the $75 to $100 mark and then goes up from there. Now, oh, it's a little bit bigger yep. now. Yeah, someone asked to make it bigger and I tried. I appreciate it. Do my that. best. Yeah. Um, then there were uh, the, um, the mini rigs. There were three mini rigs that came out in this line of toys that, again, were not very popular. This first one here is called the Imperial Sniper. It is very basic. There's like one, two, three, four, five parts to this thing total. Um, and as it's small, it doesn't look like much. Um, it was not seen in any movies or cartoons or holiday specials. Um, this was just like a lot of the mini rigs. They were just filler. Yeah. Um, like the, the most well, popular ones they were, were in Empire Strikes They were Back. very like, uh, like we talk about repacks and stuff from Black Series. I mean, this was very like, Get some quantity out there. Yeah, get something out yeah. there. 
and uh, hopefully it'll stick. But uh, that was the Imperial Sniper. Okay. Uh, this one's next. Oh, sorry. I thought that one was uh, bigger when I sent it to you. Don't worry about it. I got you. That is the Sand Skimmer. Oh, I got you too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Sand Skimmer from Jabba's Palace. Uh, again, and if you can't see these, please look them up. Um, yeah. You know, you can find them on eBay. They're very, very hard to find. All these figures and vehicles um, are very difficult to find in the wild. It's just, it's, they're tough to find on eBay sometimes. And so finding them in the wild is even tougher, let alone with all of their accessories. So, well, and I think uh, I was going to make that point earlier and I forgot to. It's uh, Gilster was saying, should I buy, uh, you know, the, the Mando Legos, the answer truly, especially when I go on a um, tirade about how I'm sick of certain products, the answer truly from a collector standpoint from 15 to 20 years out is yeah, you buy the things that go into overflow. You buy the things that, (laughs) that people don't want because they're going to get trashed or sold at a cheap price. And then that means parents are just buying toys for their kids, whether they like Star Wars or not. You know? Like like Constable's Vivo? Exactly. Like 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 all the, the what I'm saying is the last 17 represent that kind of like kind of like vomit of toys from Star Wars that nobody cared about. Right. And so if there's any toy that somebody doesn't care about, buy one and throw it in a bin. Yeah. Or in a hot tub time machine (laughs) (laughs) all right and then the third of these um mini rigs uh, from 1985 is called the uh scout yeah it's not up here no it is it's right underneath that it's in the box box. though the picture gotcha the the security scout wow that is rare too it's weird looking it doesn't really fit figures that well um but it was part of this last line and uh tough to find complete let alone in the wild so those are the mini rigs so we've talked about the figures talked about the mini rigs and then there were a couple of skiff vehicles yes so there was the the um the jabba's playset not playset the jabba's skiff uh not not to be mistaken with the katana which came out a year and a half ago two years ago fun Fun fact about this, though, is they did give us another skiff, too. Yes, they they remade the skiff, but this is the original one, and you see the box there behind it. Uh, these complete are are rare. They are in the 500 and up yeah. range. Uh, can I raise my hand? Up? Yeah. 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 I bought that exact set with the box. Is that my a picture of mine? No. Very similar. The box is about the same condition. How much? 650 600 yeah and and they're just rare yeah and so you know the cool thing was is i bought that because katana was coming from Haslab, and i have the the new version the old version kind of facing each other that's but cool. that version right that's there cool. is is ew. yeah and uh, honestly i think i like the original better than the new ones i do too i mean they're a little blander in color and of course there's more articulate you know there's more detail and articulation <sighs> well, to the I parts don't, i don't know if there's more detail though i i feel like the the landing slash stand apparatus that you get in the original one is cooler than so let let's pose a question to the chat for our next pod okay would you guys like to see 
a then versus now kind of pod where we bring toys in that are like these are recreated toys like this is a great example the skiff versus the now skiff okay. and we could do That'd figures too might sure. be fun like yeah. who do you like if you were like if kid, you went all 90s power of the force you got like luke skywalker well, it's just like, we don't know uh, yeah it's he-man versus uh, it's he-man versus no arms man you know i mean <laughs> but maybe a, a then versus now vehicles let's say that because actually we have a couple examples of that with especially with slave one we got a a speeder we've got a lego a-wing we could do then versus now yeah we totally could. All right. We totally could. All right. Um, so and there's last but not least, because I know you want to talk about this. Well, there's there's this, and then yeah, the the last kind of hurrah here was the battle wagon, which I've recently come into owning. It has not arrived yet. It was supposed to. We were hoping to uh, have it on the pod tonight, but uh, it'll have to be. So I really like the question that we got. Can you pose that right now? So I know we're jumping the gun. I know you really want to display this, but it's okay. Let's let's set it up right now, and maybe we'll pause at the end of our answers. So sure. this this was actually uh, this was came out in the Star Wars line, not in the Ewoks line, which some other stuff came out, some other figures too. But this, it, I mean, it's three and three quarter sized. Um, this again was not in uh, Return of the Jedi. Um, but it looks like something primitive that an Ewok might kind of come up with, with the big skull on the front, a battering ram, um, and then a little, uh, a little jail <laughs> kind of thing. It's got a, a drum on the top, you know, that you can kind of bang away on, you know, like the, do, 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 like, you know, Ben-Hur, that scene. It's in, a in battle it. wagon. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you have you're, to have a battle chant. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um. And Matt, I love Matt's comment, and that was from a while ago. Read it; it's at the bottom. Oh, you can get the wagon from Robin Hood Toy Line for fifteen bucks. Just stand back a few feet. Well, we were talking. About, we were talking about Black Series. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. same concept. Well, um, and and again, for those that aren't familiar with this, um, probably wouldn't know that this toy came out later in the Robin Hood line. You know, in the in the later '80s, it was just repackaged, and there's a few slight differences. Like the wheels are darker, okay. On the Robin Hood line, they're well, not a, sure, they're not a more, light gray. There was more crap that they were in rolling England. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, they're a darker gray mm. than opposed to a lighter gray. The uh, the leather cap on the battering ram, you know, you can see it in this picture. It's, yeah, white, it's white for the Ewok battle wagon for Robin Hood. It's again a different color, um, and so. Uh, the drum is brown, and if you go to the the Robin Hood line, the drum is gray. Right. So there's there's some a few, massive differences. There's some few subtle differences <laughs> that if you don't know, if you don't educate yourself, or if you don't listen to us, who have educated ourselves in a couple things, you might pay three hundred dollars or more for something that is like Matt says, fifteen dollars. Right. So. And Be again, careful. they well, not everybody is honest out there. And so, however, either line wasn't made extra, uh, there wasn't a ton of these made. No, but the Robin Hood version, obviously, without the box, the Star Wars kind of you know, with the with the significant or small changes they made, yeah, could easily be in. Well, you can take the wheels off and put different, you know, isn't yeah. that true with the uh, with the Ewok village as well? 
Yes, the yeah. Ewok village and the Sherwood Forest village are the same village, just again with a couple of paint differences. Uh, we got the molds. You're not Let's make the toys. Yeah, it's it's repack. It's sure. It's a Kenner. This are we talking about Kevin Costner's Robin Hood too? Uh, yeah. Wow. I think that was like 1990. Wow. Are we? 91. Are we talking about Kevin Costner's Robin Hood repurposed? I'm not 100% now, sure. That's starring Morgan Freeman as mm -hmm. the painted man. Mm -hmm. And, oh, what was her name? Is my bro still on? If Phil's still on, because the princess from... She was in the abyss. Uh, Mary... Uh, Mary Mag... No, no, geez. Don't do that. Um, don't do I forget that. her name. No, but she was a super hottie. I remember back in the day. Because it was always like very when, curly hair when he pulled it. Oh, and Alan Rickman. Well, he had the and he's like, "Can you do it when it really matters?" And then you know, Christian Slater, he like, and then she blew in his air and he missed. Ah, anyway, buy the Robin Hood Ewok battle wagon, just for the hot girl. What's going on here? I'm yes, looking at Costner. I'm looking oh, his, oh, yes, Tuck. Who am I? His oh, yeah, Costner. They're saying yes, it's Costner. So. Matt has a carded fryer tuck. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sell that. I'm just kidding. That's awesome, actually. Uh, not the 1938 Bernadetto Farrell. Oh, and Gilster. You know, I want to put Gilster up here because he knows how to work a room. Hit that like button. All six of you. <laughs> I'm sure you already have. Yeah, you guys yeah. are great. We have seven likes and six viewers, so we're above the bar right now. Oh. Mary Stewart Masterson. Masterson. And that yes, is yes, yes, yes. completely right, Nick. And she is... Master Antonio. Absolutely gorgeous. Like, she is just an elegantly Master beautiful Tony. And woman. I want to say she's married to somebody famous, too, like a, like a filmmaker. Or I remember like as a kid, because remember in the 90s, you have hairspray and hair and, and, and leotards, which is more 80s, but it turned into Baywatch bathing suits and... And then to watch a show with just like classic beauty, kind of like Leia, to be honest, mm -hmm. very like she was just beautiful. Yeah. It and, didn't take. And any she of, wasn't a wimp. No, not no, at all. No. She's one of those good female role models. Can do attitude. Let's take it easy here. We got a little bit of teenage hormones going on right now. Uh, not in our chat. <laughs> welcome to the holocronicles happy hour let's go back to our normal screen here all right nice work all right you know what that okay so just to put a button on not put a, like, a pin in it like button yeah um like subscribe and follow oh geez now here it is here it is i knew it was coming i didn't know if you're still watching here it is I know that that's my bro right there, Mr. Philip Most, if you're nasty. He was in love with her for a good reason. And he just corrected us hard. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if you're going to like my version of that would be either Susanna Hoffs from the Bengals. Yeah. That was kind of like my first celebrity mm -hmm. crush. Or, or Yasmin Bleeth. It could have been Julia Roberts. She would have been a pretty good match there. Okay. 
But I just like this gal. She looked very innocent. She's awesome. She's yeah. awesome in The Abyss. Yeah. Love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Keep right. it in Star Wars. To, to, to put a button on the state of toys in 1985 for Star Wars uh, fans, it was, it was the end. Yeah. It was the end. What was put out in 1985 is highly collectible today. Um, it, last 17. Last plus 17 figures. Plus, uh, plus vehicles. Three mini rigs that are very tough to find. Um, a skiff and a battle wagon that you can find a, a little bit. They're tough. To, you're not going to find these in the wild. They're just so scarce. Uh, let alone you're gonna pay. complete. You're, you're going to pay. You're going to pay up pay. for these things. And some, like right now on eBay for the last, I don't know, couple weeks, uh, outside of the one that I was able to get, you know, there's there's two, but they're in boxes and they're over a thousand bucks. Well, let me put this out there though. Mm-hmm. So let's say over the last four years, the price of these very rare items have, has kind of been relative, right? You can go from four to six hundred dollars. From an investment standpoint, whatever you pay today is still less than you're going to pay tomorrow. Yep. It's only going up. So start now. If you're into the last 17, now I think we did a great or a decent job at kind of like, hey, last 17, you've never heard of them. Plus, uh, can we call them last 21 then? How many do we got there? Three mini rigs plus the battle wagon. Oh, yeah. And the skiff. And the skiff, so last 22. I mean, that is really a kind of a holy grail collector from the vintage standpoint. Yeah, all of those are. And you're actually, like, like you as a vintage collector kind of held off on those because you know that's where the money comes in. The, the last thing. You get a baseline price. Yeah, the, yeah the, the mini rigs were, all three of them were kind of miraculous how I got them. Stories for another time, but... Uh, the skiff I got a long time ago. I found a good deal on one, and it's like at that time I happened to come across it. And the best time, you got a box. To, the best time I didn't. That's where I flex. Yeah, way to go, Josh. The best time to get something is when you see it and you have the money. Yep. And so that was kind of one of those collector tip there. Um, I got that a, a while ago, but uh, the battle wagon was the last thing I needed to finish that off. Damn, how do you feel? How do you feel? I mean, really, we'll talk about it next week because you know what? I, it'll be in your hands. We will because the story surrounding it and how. And I, I want to know how you feel because that's a monumental moment. So let's, uh, so stay tuned if you're in the chat. And thank you, by the way, for joining us in the chat. And if you haven't already, follow us on uh, Twitter at uh, Beyond the Blast Wars. Not on Twitter, but. Please subscribe to BTBDN. Thank you. Work network <laughs> at Holochronicles on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You know where to find us. Beyond all these the, guys know. Beyondtheblastdoors.com. Yeah. For all your Star Wars content needs, there's something for everybody there. Um, and man, this has been a happy hour. Yeah. Hour, hour and a half. We probably should have taken a nap. Yeah. Charge our batteries. I'm, yeah. I'm out. Just take a little sippy. Yep. Any other questions Cheers in there? to you guys. Um, no, I don't think so. Um, Nick had a great comment up earlier. I forgot. Oh, Alyssa Milano. That would have been a good one. She would have been like 12, I think. Or yeah. 16. Look 12. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that's it, Josh. We're good. 
I'll, uh, you know, we can go, we can go outro music. Oh, we have outro because the iPad's charged it's now. It's charged now. So thanks for watching, guys. Uh, join oh, us. Oh, Matt wants a warm take. What's a warm take? A warm take? Yeah. I think the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, mm. which is only about eight episodes, I think, planned. I think I'm going to like it more than Mandalorian. Is that warm? No, I think that's warm. That's a that's a warm. I prediction. actually thought you were going the other way. No, I thought you were going to say. I think I'm gonna like gonna it hold, more. Not going to hold up. Well, okay, we'll just leave that take there. Okay. I don't. I don't know if I have a warm take. Uh, because I had two takes last week. Yeah, you did. Come on, <whistles> take it easy. Hot. I didn't, the hot, music. Hot. Hot. The music wasn't as good as I think it should be, and the enough with the baby for a minute. Time out. Time out. All right. I don't have any warm takes. I like that take. I'm just going to let Andy have the take because that's a good one. So you're saying Kenobi beats greater than Mando. Mando. I know. That is setting the bar very high. And one thing Star Wars fans like to do is put unreachable expectations on things and then get pissed when they don't meet their expectations. I won't do that. I'll I'll give you a warm take. I just have a I'll lot give of, you a warm take because Matt made made me. I'm gonna put it up. I'll give you a warm take. The minute baby Yoda turns into a teenager and has like hair, I'm done. <laughs> hot take. Baby Yoda doesn't make it out of season two. There you go. You got uh, that's the hot take. You gotta kill baby Yoda before the end of season two. Because as soon as he has that little Little mohawk of the hair. Who is who's the other uh, uh, Yoda species character? Yaddle. Yeah. Ugh. You mean Baby Yoda's mom to Ugh. Yoda's he the father? He just looked terrible. No, Yoda's Baby Yoda's a clone. Child's a clone. Anyway, no mohawks for Baby Yoda. That's what I want. He's right. bald from the beginning. All right. Thanks for watching. Thanks Andy's for uh, listening. And uh, go play with your toys. <laughs> 